Awesome. All right, everyone, welcome to the inaugural Bard Rock Cafe Master Stream, ignoring the stream that failed about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm going to be your game master this evening. I'm Paul. I normally play Brock Song on Bard Rock Cafe podcast. Instead, I'm playing every other character tonight. Uh, for background, Masks, the game we'll be playing, is a rules-like D6 system powered by the apocalypse. That means each player is going to select a playbook that serves as their character sheet. And they all have access to a pool of basic moves. Uh, those moves are uh, directly engage a threat, unleash your powers, uh, comfort or support, pierce the mask, defend, assess the situation, provoke someone, or take a powerful blow. And we'll have a better idea of what those do contextually as we get into the stream. Each player also has stats to determine how the, their uh, rolls go. They roll 2d6 whenever they roll for one of those basic moves. And then they're going to add their score for Danger, Freak, Savior, Superior, Mundane, or for Jazz specifically, Soldier. Uh, when a player <laughs> misses on a roll, which means they get a 6 or less after modifiers, they gain potential, which serves as experience. Every time they gain five potential, they advance their playbook, which means they unlock new abilities or they can improve their stats. Ooh, uh, with the rules out of the way, let's dive right in. The year was 2080 and the world was ending. Not because of some great conflict or natural disaster, but because of willful neglect. Decades of refusing to sp spend funds on necessary computer infrastructure resulted in a malfunction launching the entire United States nuclear arsenal. Fortunately, an organization known as Aegis was prepared, mobilizing hundreds of nuclear bunkers worldwide in the few days before the blast was going to fall. The bunkers used a hybrid system. Aegis agents and their families would live in and maintain the bunkers, while the world's best and brightest would be cryogenically frozen until it was safe to rebuild. One such bunker was located in San Diego, California. It is there we join our heroes as they are being thawed out 50 years later in the year 2030. Uh, in the Aegis Bunker 213, General Owen Mills, a stout gray-haired man with a bushy mustache, marches into a sterile lab where five cryopods are beginning their thoughts and thought sequence. He's escorted by one of the bunker's many soldiers, but this wasn't just any soldier. Uh, they are one of Aegis's crowning achievements, a super soldier codenamed Jatat. Jazz, please introduce yourself and your character. Ah, okay. Uh <clears throat> So uh, Jitat, uh, uh, full name uh, Ios Rintula, um, is a um, is a I guess a legacy, technically member of uh, Ages, but um, he stands about a solid six one, broad at the shoulders, but not burly. He's uh, he's 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 felt, but um, there's there's no mistaking he's uh, he's someone to be reckoned with physically. Um, he's uh, 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 facial hair clean, um, sporting the standard, you know, military style buzz cut, just got the nice fade going. Um, but uh, he's as though, even though he looks very serious in the face, he still also has a lot of uh, it, there's a lot of youth to him. He's he's he looks like he's um, like even though his face looks very serious and his jawline is very tight, his eyes are always very bright and like there's some type of positive thing that only he knows about that he's looking forward to. Um, and yeah, so uh, being a legacy Aegis, his super abilities um, have lent him to turning himself into what he believes is the perfect soldier and trying to help rebuild the world one step at a time. And as they march into this sterile lab, 
uh, General Mills looks at Tatat and says, are you sure you can turn these civilians into capable soldiers? Well, sir, I'm sure that with the proper training that Aegis has given me, I believe that I can accomplish anything. All right, well, I have confidence in you, but I'm not sure how I feel about these freaks with their genetic mutations being set out loose, but uh, I was outvoted by the, the council, so here we are. And he looks at the at the uh, engineers at their tutor and says, begin the unthawing process. The engineers rapidly enter a series of keystrokes, and the pods, which are strangely resemble cheap refrigerators, audibly decompress. <laughs> <laughs> As the first pod begins opening, the chief engineer says, Welcome to the world of tomorrow! And, and a loud explosion and a flash of light come from one of the pods, the door flying at him. Uh, Jatat, you have just a few mere moments to do something. What do you do? Um, I I guess I would uh, move to protect. Do I, I guess, would that be directly engaging right. the threat that is the exploding door? Uh, so you can engage the threat. It depends on what you're going to do. Uh, okay. If, if you want to, like, stop the door in its tracks, that'd be engaged a threat. If you want to just, like, push the guy out of the way, that would be defend someone. Uh, I'm going to stop the door in its tracks. All right. We'll roll to directly engage a threat. Okay. First roll. So, let me let me double check and make sure I understand the rules, the rules correctly. So, I believe I get to use my move more than a shield here. Yes. Yes, that would be correct. Whenever okay. a player has a move that uh, a move that is more situational than the basic moves, they can use that rule from their playbook instead. Okay. So why don't you explain what your more than a shield does for the audience? When I directly engage a threat heading directly into danger without regard for my own safety, I roll with savior instead of danger. Awesome. And so I rolled a six plus three is total nine. All right, so on a nine, you're going to pick one of the following. You can resist or avoid their blows. Uh, you can take something from them. You can create an opportunity to your allies. You can press surprise or fight in the opposition. Uh, contextually, since your opposition is a refrigerator door, I feel like avoiding damage yourself is probably the most contextual thing. So I'm going to say you just deflect it to the side where no one gets hurt. That's that one, cool? Sounds good. Awesome. And so with the danger superseded and all the engineers looking aghast, they didn't get their... Uh, the chief engineer injured, uh, Marty's character emerges from the first pod. Marty, why don't you introduce your character that blew the refrigerator door off? All right. So um, I'll be playing Callum Cal Faulkner, um, about mid-20s looking guy, uh, pretty pretty slim, about 5'8", five, 5'9", five, um, red hair, kind of curly, uh, green eyes and at the moment uh, is looks like he's on fire so that's a problem right like we can agree <laughs> yeah. yep. and, and while you're on fire you hear a computer voice go danger there is a fire in the cryogenics lab and, and, yes Help we know me! mom thank you and that, that is the base's AI, Mom, the mostly operational modem. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, because it's a, it, 
computer chips have been fried by nuclear blasts. So we're talking like an old 1950s analog computer that's run by like tech paper. Does she make the screeching noise at like before she talks every time? Like it sounds like a fax machine. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So so they, had, they had 50 years to figure out how to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> they unplugged that speaker specifically. Yeah, they like figured out where the feedback was coming from. <laughs> Don't challenge me. <laughs> you have five more sessions to practice that, right? Like we can we can get that done. Pterodactyl what, noises. Let's not say we did. It's all right. <laughs> And then the other pod, uh, so they pull out a fire extinguisher and they fire extinguish Cal. And no. then the other pods open without incident. Uh, so, Justin, can you introduce yourself and your character? Oh, of course. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, Jatad is taken aback immediately by the like immediate response of like the authoritarian, like the, giving giving me authority in that nature. He's pleasantly surprised, but also wasn't really expecting that. So he uh, stands to and gives you a salute and then reaches out a hand to help you out of the pod. <clears throat> so General also, Mills, who is clearly wearing more accommodations and is of a higher rank, looks very man. offended by the fact he wasn't acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yes. <laughs> Same scene, it's fine. Okay, cool. Oh, General <laughs> Mills. General Mills. Yes. Yes. I put a lot of thought into which pun with the word general I wanted to use. Unfortunately, I couldn't come up with any for commander. I thought about doing a commander, but I'm like, I don't have a good one for commander. <laughs> I, I already made a note about it. I consider gen General Mortars, but they already did that in a spoof movie of like, uh, like from the nineties. So I'm like, okay, no. All right, uh, Susie is the next person to unthaw. Susie, please introduce yourself and your character. Awesome. So, <laughs> so my character is uh, Valerie Lawless. Um, she's young. She's about eighteen. Uh, short. Platinum blonde hair, so I don't have to remember any other color. I can remember that. 
Um, <laughs> five four medium build. Um, she she's gonna wake up, and so let me get this right. So she's gonna see Jack. She's gonna see Cal, and she's gonna see Flaming Man. Does that Cal sound about right? I <laughs> should. I was gonna say should uh, probably clarify. It's not actually fire. It's like a what. What, how do we describe it? We described it as like hard light. Yeah. It's, so but it's, it's very though, right? volatile. Yes. Yeah. It, we, okay. it is okay. sense of power down. Okay. I imagine he's gently glowing like he's in, not ready to go Super Saiyan quite yet. Slightly radioactive. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So she she's going to see like this ragtag band of like military wannabes. <laughs> or real military it doesn't really matter to her whatsoever and she's just gonna like probably in between being sick because you know they were kind of stuck in these refrigerators for a while and that's really awkward but she's just gonna be like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and she's just gonna hop off and you know stand there because she doesn't know where the hell to go like but she's gonna look like she knows everything of course course <clears throat> and, and then, with, sorry oh, i was gonna say with the same respect jatat will make his way over to uh val and uh reach out his hand for a handshake and introduce himself make sure you're okay oh man yeah she's she's gonna look at that hand <laughs> she's gonna look at him and she's gonna be like she's just gonna reach out and like give you an awkward like fist bump on your open palm <laughs> turn around <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the reason to swipe your hair back. That's how I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Cal just kind of looks around and goes, uh, so the exploding is that's that's not how that was supposed to that's not how that was supposed to go. Uh, no. We'll 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 debrief you all in a moment. Just let us get this last person unthawed and uh, Jackie's character is unthawed next. Okay, yeah, uh, I play uh, Malaclips, or Mal for short. Uh, it is a late teens, uh, very, like, scrawny, scrungy, uh, wearing, like, kind of, like, Hot Topic, but it went grunge because of how badly it's been worn. And just, um, yeah, it... Uh, whenever it wakes up it's like very suspicious immediately especially seeing uh people in military gear um and just kind of like cautiously looks at people and gets out of the uh gets out of the fridge Oh, special guest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, in in kind, Jatat, after uh, taking the uh, the turkey from from uh, from Val, makes his way over <laughs> to Mal, and uh, you know tries to check on it and make sure that uh, make sure that it's okay. Uh, I'm fine. And he's just, it's just like looking around like, I think. 
that's better than thinking you're not fine. So at least we're there. If you stop thinking that you're fine, let me know and I'll do what I can. Okay, mom. <laughs> that, that this unit is designated as mom. How can I help you? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no. Has Mal uh, just imprinted on Jatai? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? You all notice that the final pod actually is not open. Uh, there's some flashing lights on it, and the engineers look at it like, this one's not ready yet. Like, okay, we'll check out in a day or two. And they wheel that pod away. Our sixth player, Ursa Bearwalker, is unavailable tonight, so we will thaw Ursa out next session. Now that everyone else is finally unthought, however, General Mills addresses the group. Welcome to the future. As you can probably tell, you're among the first to be thawed out of this bunker, and for good reason. A few weeks ago, Mom uh, detected genetic mutations in several of the cryopods, including yours. We thawed a few prods out in advance and found subjects developed superhuman abilities, including a high level of radiation resistance. It is our hope that these new abilities will help you keep safe in the California wasteland in ways our equipment cannot. Assuming that you'll all take the job, we'd like to use you as part of a special task force to build up and protect the bunker. So taking the job is optional? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. So <clears throat> Jatai turns. And, so, of course, you, you have the freedom of choice, but given the state of the world and our, you know, own individual survivals are kind of tied to the survival of this bunker. So if you'd like to see life beyond the rest of this bunker, it kind of hinges on your decision now. So if we want to get out of the bunker, we have to do this. That's what you're saying. Uh, you'll get out of the bunker sooner. Uh, with the limited resources we have and the, the overall quality of life outside, high levels of radiation, dangerous wildlife uh, that is resistant to conventional weaponry, uh, it would take us a substantially longer amount of time to develop the area outside the bunker so it's habitable for you all to go outside if you don't help. You could just be stuck in here, like staring at our cement walls for 20 years otherwise. I mean, Valerie's just going to look around. She's going to be like, well, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, you said something about mutations? Uh, correct. Uh, we don't know the nature of all your mutations, except for uh, Cal there seems to produce explosions. Uh, but each of you has a genetic mutation based on the data mom gathered. So, uh, and we have individuals that are ready to train you and help learn develop them and uh, he signals over to the gentleman there is like uh, so we have these individuals uh, you see a tall lean man with messy black hair and a leather jacket this is jack Steele, aka mr impervious and near as we can tell nothing can hurt him uh, he's like what's up <laughs> uh you see a scrawny red-haired man in a green trench coat this is Patrick O'Brien, a.k.a. Jackpot. Uh, he's just incredibly lucky. That's we. I don't want to explain how we learned that, but he has lots of lucky stuff happen. He's won the lottery every time. 
Yeah, in the post-apocalypse, he keeps winning the lottery. We still have the lottery in the apocalypse. No, there was like this incident at the dining hall a few weeks ago, and Jataka attested this, where like someone tripped, and Jackpot just reached out his hand, caught the tray, and caught every single thing on it with that one scene from Spider-Man. <laughs> Not because he has great reflexes, we tested those. <laughs> we got the last carton of chocolate milk, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Not a drop was spilled. It was insane. Yep, he actually caught every drop of soup that was coming out of the bowl, back in the bowl. <laughs> All of it. Soup containment. Yeah, that sounds handy for the apocalypse. And you My see power a stout, is soup. see a stout, unassuming young man with blonde hair. This is Jacob Smith, a.k.a. Prometheus. He has the power of omniscience. He can psychically project himself, uh, it's just consciousness anyway, into dozens, maybe even hundreds of places at once. Unfortunately, he can't physically interact with the environment. He can only see and speak and listen. So, not a great power for exploring the wilderness, except for scouting. And, of course, I am General Mills, the base commander. Once you finish your training, you would report directly to me. Are there any other questions? Yeah, what's your power? I gotta know. I have the power of being in charge around here. Hey, that's a good one. Is it? Yeah, my great grandfather was in charge of this bunker. I don't my great grandfather. My grandfather, too many years, not enough years past. My grandfather was the general in charge here, and then my father was in charge, and then my father retired a few years ago, and I became in charge. So it's like a monarchy. Uh, you, you inherited no, I. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly. I was. I went through the proper <laughs> officer training. There's limited other officer material candidates in this bunker. Last minute choice. Got it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting side railed by the superheroes launching a coup against the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> the monarchy. He called it a monarchy. You all heard it. <laughs> that sounds like a monarchy with extra steps. <laughs> I just <understand> that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, what do we what do we do now? If you all agree to participate in this uh, specialized units team, we will get you situated in your own barracks, and we will begin your training. Is everybody on board to join our team? Mm, not like the yeah. other choice seems that great. Jatad immediately snaps to and salutes. Yes, sir. Will we are we getting thrown in immediately, or do we have some time to like figure oh, stuff out? Because I will am... get several weeks of training. <laughs> okay, don't worry, Mister Purvis. Going to be a trainer. He cannot be harmed. No matter what you do, near as we can tell, you can only hurt his pride. Okay, because oh, I'm it. on the edge of exploding again. I think, and I need to <laughs> go. Mr. Imperfect tackles you to the ground and uses his body as a shield, and he, like, the explosion knocks him to the ceiling, doesn't hurt anyone else. He bounces off the ground, stands back up, and brushes himself off like nothing happened. Wow, they aren't kidding about you. <laughs> so, it is this Jack Steele gonna, like, accompany us, accompany us everywhere we go? Kind of like a a therapy dog, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Unfortunately, he doesn't have a lot in terms of offensive ability to deal with the environment, but he can help you all train. And he may come assist you on missions if we think that you need additional manpower. That's new definition for living shield. <laughs> yeah. He's good at exactly one thing. Operation Human Shield Rise. Yeah, so Valerie's gonna nod and then like take one more step away from um Cal. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put a little bit of more social distancing there. <laughs> then all I fell what's going on. on. <laughs> I was just looking at Mal for an answer. Oh, yeah. Mal said uh, that there wasn't anything better to do. Yeah, just... Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're all given your individual barracks, and they take you to the training room, and for the next several weeks, you begin training. Uh, do any of you want to highlight anything that happens in the next few weeks, or do you want to just star wipe? Um, I guess that's figuring out our powers, or yeah. The, over the next few weeks, you get master your powers. So if you guys want to describe like what your powers do, we can do that really quick as part of the montage. You learn basic control of your powers and what they do. So Cal quickly figures out that his power is not exploding all the time. And it's more akin to your sort of like Green Lantern slash Starfire esque like light manipulation. So that uh, inspires him to come up with the code name Hard Light after a week or two. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> Special guest again. Yeah, Hello. she's really wanting attention. Oh, <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> I would I would gladly do that. She I work from home and she's like this all day long. <laughs> uh I think okay, so Mal uh come here. Its ability are uh is emotion control and illusions. So I like to think that it made Mr. Impervious cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, found out our hurt Mr. Yeah. Impervious. <laughs> not a yeah. psychic damage. Yes. You hurt I don't know. Feelings. Maybe like just showed him like a really small, like sad kitten or something, like um with hmm. illusions. And what then like did the emotion control. He's like, I haven't seen a kitten in 50 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. How old is Mr. Impervious? He was practically frozen like you 50 years, uh, like three days ago for him. Fair enough. I, I just, I, 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 my, my brain says that you showed him the kitten. He got excited, and then it was when you took it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, and, and Malaclips is just Malaclips or Mal. Just nothing, nothing fancier. No. Okay. Um, uh, Ios or, um, Jatat um, learns through the process uh, that he's you know, got super strength and durability. Not you know he's not you know he's not Mister Impervious, but you know he's he's overwhelmingly strong. You know he can take a good hit, and he's also got like you know a small bit of a energy blast that he can fire from his fist. Can't seem to like fire lasers or anything or like fly, but he can just kind of focus power forward and fire off energy blast. Oh, <clears throat> Ryu. What? <laughs> He's got the Hadouken and everything. 
Oh, yeah. of course. Uh, we lost we lost your sound on the uh, chat. I, Kenny messaged the chat saying that your your mic stopped making sound. Oh no! Yeah, because I can't hear you. This is so weird. Room. I talked to Kenny. Pulling new cab. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. Hopefully that hasn't been going the whole time. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. We're here. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. Do we have a delay? <laughs> The cat did it. The cat did it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> to make the VOD a little rough. If any, it doesn't have to be Kenny. Anybody in the chat can confirm. I'm pulling the stream back up now to double check. I see you. Nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. Yep. I am seeing your face move and no audio is coming with it. Nope. <clears throat> oh, no. Uh, you know what you might need to do? For OBS, I had uh, to add my output as a separate part of the scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, now, XSplit says that I'm coming through. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fuck. Awesome. We did it. We lived. We lived, everybody. <laughs> we did it. Everybody, that welcome, welcome sucks. Hito to the stream. Welcome, yeah. welcome <laughs> to the stream. Everything I've already said. <laughs> that sucks. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, what are you gonna do? That that's showbiz, baby. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, I'll just start over again. Jack's mutation is that he is just uh, stronger and faster a little bit, not like super strength or anything of that nature. So, early on, we just see him kind of sparring with Jatat some, and then 
after a while, he goes out and he finds like some some rusted golden bracers near uh, some military facility. With the help of some people at Aegis, finds out that they are um, from from like a failed power armor set. They kind of get him back into working working order, and he can now uh, he now has like bracers on his wrist that they're kind of clockwork and he can clank together and make gauntlets from by spinning them around that uh, then like directly increases strength even more to to like superhuman levels. Nice. Um, and after he gets that, we see him like sparring again using whatever training facilities they have on base to like just wreck shit. Uh, he is definitely punching holes in walls. He maybe accidentally ripped open a door once. Every time Mal is there, it's just like thumbs up. Good destruction. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so um, we know just because of like my character sheet that at some point... Um, Val gets like a burr under her skin and decides to um maybe she finds her powers by coincidentally um using them on Cal. <laughs> uh so Val has um fear manipulation, so and she can sort of touch like any object and make that someone's uh like obsessively worst fear so you know not realizing exactly how traumatizing this would be she may or may not have done that to cal and it was kind of like a super it's a little bit like whenever i was a little little kid i pulled a chair out from underneath someone because i thought it'd be funny and they like they actually like hurt <laughs> like then he goes to the hospital but it was not funny and this is going to be one of val's moments where she thought it would be funny and it was not funny at all and so she feels bad about that yeah, I think Cal just has a straight-up panic attack about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're probably less okay than Val is. <laughs> Alright, so after um, after a few weeks, you do have a basic control and understanding of your powers. And uh, when you finish your training, you're each presented a colored uh, set of tactical gear. Val is presented yellow. Cal is presented red. Mal, blue. Jitat, green. And Gears, orange. I thought for a hot second you were just going to color code it the same as our character keeper. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was that was a coincidence. Okay. I ran out of Power Ranger colors versus Ghost of the Black. Okay. Uh, despite a few minor mishaps, you've done well learning basic control of your powers, General Mills tells you all. Uh, time for your first mission. Uh, today, we should be a milk run for you all. There's a large junkyard we regularly salvage from a few miles outside of, uh, outside of here. Uh, we usually only send teams for short bursts because of the hostile wildlife in the area. Uh, we sent military personnel, but the wildlife is resistant to conventional weaponry, so it's not very effective. Uh, we are hoping that by, uh, because of the travel time and distance, short excursions are very costly. We're hoping that by sending you, we can send them for a more extended period of time and you can help keep them alive and keep them safe. Uh, does anyone have any questions? Seems, uh, what seems kind of wildlife are we talking? 
All right. Well, there's a myriad of wildlife, uh, lots of animals that were able to survive their species in the uh, nuclear wasteland. Uh, some of the scariest things we deal with are we have yao guai, which are basically giant grizzly bears. Uh, we have death claws, which are imagine a Tyrannosaurus rex, but with large arms and claws instead of the little ones, and with the horns of a triceratops. They are big and mean and scary. And then probably the uh, most terrifying of them all are scorched beasts, mutant bats the size of fantasy dragons. Okay. I, I don't think those were there 50 years ago, just putting that out there. No, the, the nuclear fallout caused them all to mutate drastically. Excuse me, sir. So I, I, I've done my best to try and be up to date or get updated on all of these things. But are you telling me, just because of the name, it, it seems like these scorch bats have have some type of fire manipulation about them uh no we call we call them that because they have visible burns ah. from the nuclear wasteland okay okay they seem okay. they seem resistant to fire actually we tried flamethrowing them they just kind of laughed it off mm. and they make this horrible <laughs> laughing sound too what <laughs> are we protecting again like uh, I, I'll be sending a team of salvage engineers to they'll be oh, combing okay. through the uh junk to try and find what we can use for parts uh, one of the things they're working on is a device to reduce the radiation levels outside the bunker so people can safely build up crops and such on the outside of the bunker. Right now, the area outside is too heavily irradiated, so that's one of the priorities they're working on, but they need parts. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a great idea to find some radiated parts to help unradiate things. <laughs> Bam! Bam! <laughs> You know what? It's it's fine. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> All right. So you ride with a convoy of three large cargo trucks about an hour east until you come to a junkyard. It's a large area, several acres around, enclosed by a 10-foot-high chain-link fence. You see several breaks in the fence, however, from where the wildlife had clearly broken through in the past. You have some time. There's no signs of wildlife yet. Do you do anything to prepare for their inevitable attack while the engineers start salvaging? Um, Mal's gonna assess the situation. Like, yeah, I think we, uh, we secure a perimeter. Alright, you guys go around securing the perimeter, sure. So, yeah. uh, who would like to roll superior on your group effort to assess the situation? We want to go uh, with Mal? Yeah, I can do it. Okay, I volunteer yeah. Mal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I got a 10. Cool. Yeah. All right. On 10, you can ask nice. two of the following things. Uh, what here can I use to insert question? Uh, what is the biggest threat? What here is the greatest danger? Uh, who here is the most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? Uh, let's go with uh, what here is the biggest threat. All right. Uh, there's no immediate signs of danger in the junkyard itself, but based on the quality of the fence, you determine that the largest things usually come from the north because there's just a large break in the fence. East and west have several smaller breaks, and there's no break whatsoever in the south. So you get the impression that, based unless there's something coming from the air, that the biggest threats are probably going to come from the north. Okay, 
Um, anyone got a, another one they they want to ask? I have to look at them again. I already forgot what they all are. No problem. Uh, what uh, what I, I think, can I use to? Oh, sorry. I think uh, what can I use to fortify might be a good mm, question. Yeah. Solid. All right. Uh, fantastic. So there are lots of like pieces of like cars, including whole like cars, buses, etc. There's just like you can easily put them to block the areas that are being exposed on the fence. Uh, a feature that big enough to create those holes in the fence could probably wreck through it or climb over it with sufficient effort, but it might buy you time. And the two of you with enhanced strength would know that you'd have probably no trouble either, at least together, or depending on overall moving like a car it might take both of you or maybe even a third person to move a bus hmm. but overall you do have large metal objects you can use to block off the openings in the fence is this something i could also potentially use my powers to set up like a barrier of some type i didn't do your hard light barriers require any sort of concentration or setup or do they just like how what is the nature of your power in terms of permanency? I don't know. I know like using the uh, Green Lantern as reference, the Green Lantern usually has to extend willpower into maintaining their contracts for an extended period of time. They don't just summon a wall. They right. have to actively concentrate on the wall. I'm trying to figure but out how could, to game up. But you could like that. make a hard light forklift and push cars over to block stuff. Yeah, why don't we do that? All right, I'm going to go ahead and say because this is just stuff that's heavy and two of you have super strength and one of yes. you can make things. This is no difficult task for you. You have time. You block off the breaks in the fence. Um, and then uh, Malice Phillips is going to create an illusion of like uh, a... a Smaller than actual Godzilla, but Godzilla peeking over the, the top of the fence to, like, <laughs> scare people off. <laughs> or creatures cool. off, hopefully. And that is, that would be a concentration thing, so. Um, like, it'll, scare, it'll scare the bears, maybe. Bears are afraid of things that are marginally bigger than them. Yeah. That's true. Go ahead and roll to unleash your power to see how menacing you can make this Godzilla structure. Oh, yeah. Um, that is unleash plus my freak. power. Plus freak. That is an 8 plus 1, a 9. All right, so on a 9, you're either going to mark a condition or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Uh, so I will tell you right now, we won't mark a condition just now. Uh, because of the size and scale of what you're trying to create, it is visibly shimmering, so you get the impression that, that the image will probably decay over time. So if you're scaring away any predators, it, it, it'll probably disappear after a few minutes. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly just a cool thing Malaclips wanted to do. <laughs> Absolutely. And so what I will say is the uh, engineers get to work and after about 15 or 20 minutes, they've gotten a decent amount of salvage, and Godzilla starts to fade away slowly. And another 10 minutes later, you actually hear uh, a collection of guttural growls, and you see what resemble grizzly bears, only about three times the size, with big, pat with big patches of missing fur, and a crazed look in their eyes. 
Uh, there's about half a dozen coming from the east and half a dozen coming from the west. And you know these to be the Yao Guai you were told about. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a lot of them. Uh, so none you do get the north. impression. Yeah, you do get the impression that they were probably scared away by the big scary lizard thing, but since the big scary lizard thing disappeared, they are moving in. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, would... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, there's, no, was going... there's no initiative in this game, unfortunately. Yeah, it's all good. Jatat was going to immediately check on the uh, the technicians to make sure that how uh, to see how close they are to being done, so we can maybe get out of here soon. All right. They uh, they have three trucks of stuff, like imagine like a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are about three quarters done filling the first truck. The goal is to fill all three trucks with salvage to maximize the visit. Oh crap! Sorry, we got yeah, quite yeah, a bit they, of time because there's a lot of unusable stuff they have to sift through, so it's taking them time. Okay. Um, is there anything? Uh, is there anything Jatat can do to help them uh, load up what they need, or do I just need to get them more time? You get the impression they mostly need more time, but there are some heavy pieces that, like, they have to move out of the way. Like, again, there's, like, big pieces of junk that are largely not usable that they have to, like, they are able to move them as a team. But a lot of these things would be trivial for you to move by yourself if you're just trying to speed them up. Okay. So then I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to go to help them move some of the heavier crap out of the way so that way they can get through loading up a little bit faster for the moment. All right. Uh... Again, moving heavy stuff is a relatively trivial thing for you. So we're going to say that you're just doing that. You're speeding them up. Uh, is anyone going to do anything else to try and slow down these Yao Guai that are making path towards the fence? I would like to, um, I guess it'll depend on how you want to let me do this, if you want to let me do this. But I'd like to weld my powers and actually like touch the fence on whichever side the most of them are coming through. I forgot already. Uh, there's about half a dozen on the west and half a dozen on the east. So either okay, way, it's six. So I'll just pick one. doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll, I guess the west, I'll go to that side. And um, I like to make the fence a ter- like terrifying thing. But I don't know whether that could work for all of them, one of them, or, you know. So is your power working that you make them perceive something as scary, in which case you're using it on them, or are you creating an illusion like Mal does, where you're making it look scary to them? I believe it's just on them. Um, Alright, I'll go ahead and say that once they're about halfway to the fence, they're in range of your power, you can probably get all six of them, although it will be a strain. Yeah. So if you want so, to hold unleash your powers, we can see how well you scare these big bears. Gotcha. Remind me again what I'm rolling? Uh, it's going to be 2d6 plus your Okay. Okay, so we got six plus one, so seven. All right, so on a seven, I'm going to explain to you how it is going to be unstable or temporary. Uh, You can only scare half the Yawai. Half of them turn tail, the other three are still making uh, their way here. That's fair. And then why don't we do, I know Jack had something before Jatad jumped in. Jack, what do you want to do about the uh, why? There's six on the east and three on the west left. Um, he is immediately going to bolt over to the east, kind of uh, hop directly onto the other side of the fence, 
unfurl, I guess is the proper word. Like his his the the gauntlets over his arms and just kind of just kind of square up to get ready to punch some bears. <laughs> All right. So he's ready to punch the bears. And the bears haven't quite closed the distance. Uh, Mal and Cal, do either one of you have anything you want to do before the bears get to the fences? Uh, I guess I'll start I'll start actually using my character features and uh, charge up my powers with burn. So when you charge up your powers, roll plus conditions you already have marked. On a hit, hold three. On a seven and nine, mark a condition. On a miss, hold two and mark three conditions. And I can spend my burn on other features. So I'm going to do okay. a roll. That's a four. So I think that's oh, no. a miss. That is a miss. So go ahead and gain some potential. And then I think you take three conditions. Are they just, do you choose the conditions? Do I choose the conditions? I have no idea. Uh, it just doesn't mark three conditions. Gen generally, the player chooses, unless it's like a hit from something the GM did, the player chooses their conditions. Okay. Because it's like your your mental state. How do you feel that you like can't charge as well? Uh, afraid that I'm gonna I'm gonna do afraid, insecure, and guilty because I'm worried I'm gonna lose control immediately again. Yeah. Hmm. You do still get two burn though, so that's <clears throat> not nothing. All right, and then Mal, do you have anything before the Yawgwai breach the fence? Uh. I, I was trying to think. I think, um, so my, uh, plan is to make another illusion of, like, like a big tasty steak over on one side and, uh, use my, are you watching closely when you mislead, distract, or trick someone? So if that works, then I'll use this, um, on the, uh, on the west, the the one that just has three left. All right, so you summon a big juicy steak. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and roll to unleash your power. See how convincing the steak is in distracting the three remaining Yawgwai on the west side. Uh, that is seven plus one and eight. All right, so with eight, it looks and smells delicious, but only two of the Yawgwai were stupid enough to fall for it. Um, There's still one Yawgwai that's in, that is. Starving, it has now breached the part with the cars. It is trying to claw its way over the cars, blocking it. It's too well done. <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to say that with that, I, uh, like, I, I, so my move, when you mislead, distract, or trick someone, roll plus superior on a hit, they are fooled, uh, at least for a moment. Okay. Um, you get an opportunity, like, I can choose... Depending on my role, uh, you get an opportunity, you expose weakness or flaw, you confuse them for some time. Okay. Um, or you avoid further entanglement. So, is oh, that... I not, yeah, I didn't realize you had a super sitting feature. My apologies. Yeah. Um, all right, so you all three Agua are temporarily distracted. You get the impression one of them is losing interest, though. Okay. But you did buy some time for the west side. <coughs> west side... Cool. At this point, on the east side, the six Yagwai have closed in, and they are they see fresh meat, so they're focused on Jack. Uh, Jack is going to like just use use fancy footwork and try and hit as many of them as hard as he possibly can. Yeah. 
All right. Do you have a is that supposed to work one of your features, or is that just a flourish? Um, I will. I will be using in a china shop. Uh, when I directly engage a threat, I can cause significant collateral damage to my environment to choose an additional option, even on a miss. All right. So. Uh, directly engage is danger, I think. I keep dropping dice. Stop it. Uh, yeah, directly engage is danger. So, that is an 11. Ooh. Uh, All right. So, I, I get to pick three things from this list. I am going to resist or avoid their blows. Uh, so that they, they can't hit me back. All right, um, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am going to take something from them. I think I'm going to take their mobility. And is there anybody else over on this side with me? Nope, you have been left to your own devices. Uh, Marty is not clarified which direction Cal is moving, so Cal could go either direction at the moment, but Cal's still powering up. And Jata is helping the... The engineers dig through rubble. Okay. Uh, for my third, I will create an opportunity for Cal. Um, so I think I think what this looks like is he is he is definitely like kind of going low. He's hitting at like stomach and legs, and uh, has at one point just ripped off part of the fence that he helped build and smacks one of them with it. Uh, effective, effectively breaking the perimeter as, as part of the collateral damage, if that's cool with you. Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm just imagining you pick up like a car and are bludgeoning bears with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, they don't hit me back. I'm I'm keeping them in place for the moment by taking their mobility, uh, and I have created an opportunity for Cal probably by keeping them all, like, in one general area. All right. Uh, top of the round, we're going we're gonna to do an order now that we have a loose idea of where everyone went. Uh, Jatat, you are able to move some stuff around, so the engineers have filled the first truck completely. Uh, but you do hear your teammates struggling. There's one Yagua you can see on the west. It looks like they probably <coughs> two of them together probably have that under control. Uh, you see Cal try powering up and kind of get like a and you know, get the impression that maybe Cal will be helping Jack, maybe, but you don't know because that's that would be me reading too much behind what Cal's doing. And you see that Jack is just boxing with six bears with a car. Okay, so um, seeing that the, the danger is closing in around them and that specifically Jack has now found himself tied up with, uh, with the Yaoguai, um, Jatat's going to try and analyze the full situation and really get a good sense of what's going on before he gets started. So I'm going to use my ability before we get started to try and observe the opposition. Um, and then I've got to roll 2d6 plus savior. Uh, it says on a 10 plus hold three. Oh, that fell off the table. I'm going to re-roll that single. The first, the one that's up here is a three, though. That's a six. That's a 10. Uh, right. total so yeah uh, so I hold three and so during the fight I get to spend some of my hold to make other actions happen um, 
but after after observation after observing i'll start making my way to try and assist jack all right uh, let's say that with your superhuman athleticism you're able to clear the distance from the engineers there in a relatively quick fashion okay so uh, you do you're able to get to the top of the perimeter you you could at least have time to energy blast a bear if you don't want to directly engage them you are I will actually. I'm going to try and uh, energy blast one of the bears in a manner to burn one of my hold points to stun it right as it's in uh, mid 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 approach towards um, towards Jack. So maybe try and hold, thin thin the herd out. That's all. That's all about to bear down on him. All right, fantastic. Uh, so unleash your roll to unleash your powers. That is plus three. Okay. Great. That is a ten. Let's go. All right, ten. You do that. One of the bears just gets uh, you'd energy blast them right in the chin. They fall unconscious on the ground. Nice. All right, and then with uh, that will be Jatot's turn. Uh, Valerie, how are you doing with the one Yagwai that's left? Um. So what? Pretty much, I've got like one, a, a one, a multi one trick pony. So. Um, I guess after the fence fails, I guess I'm just gonna like try to do the same thing with myself just to see if like I can intimidate the bear, I guess. Um, All right, I'm not strong, so it's not like I can hit it with a car. (laughs) 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 So I guess uh, I'll roll again. Okay, nine plus one, so ten. All right, ten, you successfully scare it off. It scoots away, and the other two, uh, seeing their friend, they, uh, the illusion of the stake is finished distracting them, but they seem to see the spear as the alpha, so they run along behind it. The west side is safe. Woot. Cool shit. All right, Mal, you were on the west side, so you could not get all the way back to the east side in one turn, but if you want to either help the engineers or make your way there, you certainly could. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, on, like, I'll, I'll start going on the way back, but, but stop by the engineers and, um, I don't know, use my emotion control to, like, make them real, real hyped. Be like, yeah, we're doing this. See if I can help them do better. All right. uh, So, uh, there is a comfort or support someone that you roll plus mundane. But are you using your powers to do it? So I don't know if Unleash Your Powers is more accurate. As you play the um, feature for this? I'm I'm definitely using my powers. I'm not good with people. All right, we'll roll the Unleash Your Powers and see how much you can uh, spur them up for some motivation. Oh, nice. Uh, that's, uh, that's a 10 plus 1. Eleven. All right, I, yeah, ten plus one. You just do it. They uh, they get hyped, and you see them move slightly faster. They seem unconcerned, nothing completely calm about the fact that their area is currently under attack. And then uh, Cal, uh, you have is now you in the order. Okay. So since the west side is sta- safe, right? Yep, the west side seems to be safe. I'll head over to the east. And remind me what's all over here. There are five bears currently 
uh, trying to take Jack down. One, the assist there is unconscious in the background. Okay. And uh, Jack seems to have mostly immobilized the uh, three or four bears around them. They're focused on Jack, and Jack's done a pretty good job clipping the wind out of their sails. But they're still trying to attack Jack. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit some of them with one of my burn abilities, uh, Reality Storm. Channel to destructive burst with your powers. Spend one burn to directly engage a threat using your powers, rolling plus freak instead of plus danger. If you do, you'll cause unwanted collateral damage unless you spend another burn. So, I'm going to go ahead and say that that collateral damage would be on Jack, because Jack is in close quarters with these bears. That's perfectly fair. <laughs> okay. Or I can just spend my other yeah. burn point to just do it with no damage. Yeah, just letting you know what you would be deciding on. Would you like um, to spend your additional burn to keep Jack safe from your fiery blast explosion? Narratively, I don't think Cal has enough control to do that yet i mean do do what is narratively correct that's that's the that's the crux of this game like then i will not do that this time all right so roll to uh, roll for your feature or does it just happen because you're using your burn uh it's roll to directly engage a threat and all i'm right, using okay, yeah. plus freak instead of plus danger so yeah. you're plus two and, to this and reality storm is supposed to be like like a big so, something something with some gravitas. Hmm. Uh, so that's a 9 plus 2, 11. Alright, so you're going uh, you completely succeed. You get, uh, is your feature included any additional side of things or are we doing the four that are on this list? Uh, it doesn't seem to. It's just right. collateral damage. All right, so you can choose any one of the following things. You can resist or avoid their blows. You're attacking at range, so probably not applicable. Uh, you can take something from them. You can create an opportunity for your allies, or you can press, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Also, I will say this. Uh, Jack did create an opportunity for you. Does that mean plus one to the roll? Or... Uh, no, it's more it's more narrative. Like, right. Um, you could definitely... Like, you could definitely say that because I've created the opportunity for them that, that they don't have a way to retaliate because I'm drawing their attention. Okay, was, I like it that. It's like one option. Uh, also, it's two. You got 11. Oh, that's true. So you get two options uh, on the list. Okay, well, I will impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I'm probably going to go with frighten because that seems like the most applicable emotion for these things and then i'll do take something from them i don't know what that would entail though or i can create another we can just do an opportunity loop here <laughs> chain opportunities. I like it. yeah we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh. we're chaining opportunities i'll go ahead and say you incapacitate two of the bears scare two more away so now there's just one single bear boxing with jack uh jack however roll to take a powerful blow because you were caught in that crossfire all right, I will roll to take a powerful blow, and I have no conditions, so fun. Uh, oh no! Oh shit! I got a ten. Oh no! All right, so on a ten, you choose one. Uh, you can move yourself in situation by fleeing, passing out, etc. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. 
or two options from the list for seven to nine? Um, Would you like to hear the options for seven to nine? Yeah, I can either lash out verbally and provoke, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action. Uh, I can give ground so that the opposition gains opportunity. Uh, essentially a hard move for Paul. Or I can struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. I... Hold on, do I have do I have influence over? You do have influence on. Um, no, I do not. Cal, you, my sheet says you do. Uh, did you give me influence over you? Yeah. As part of your oh okay, cool. Um. Okay, I'm going to choose two from the seven to nine list. I will uh, struggle past the pain and mark angry and I guess insecure because this is our first fight and I just got shot in the back. Hmm. Uh, so he will he will take the blow just head on, and then immediately turn back to Cal. Like, what the fuck? We are on the same side, dude. And uh, I will. Uh, I want to inflict a condition by spending my oh influence. All right, I'm. Uh, I'll take. I'll take angry also, <laughs> and I'll just say. Listen, man, you got in the way. I don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried not being in the line of fire? <laughs> you know what I'm. You know what my. You know what my deal is. You could have just moved. Maybe consider next time. <laughs> he uh, he fires back with a rude gesture. And then Jack, there's one bear bearing down on you. There is one bear bearing down. <laughs> uh, I think in in his anger, uh, Jack's going to just like grab and pick up this bear and then just like break him over his knee. <laughs> Oh my god. This just they got so savage. Bear. <laughs> Alright, well that is definitely going to unleash your powers. Okay. <laughs> I just imagine that he's like locked eyes with Cal this whole time. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. He's just <laughs> 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 <This> got real. <laughs> uh, okay. And I have I have thick and thin skin. So whenever I have angry marked, I take an on a plus one ongoing to unleash my powers. Uh, so that is a nine. All right, so on a nine, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, just go ahead and mark another condition, but you can totally backtracker this bear. Okay. Now, because I'm assigning it, does that mean I choose your condition? Um, no, so the way, the way this okay. works is, like, okay. I would choose either I mark a condition or I cede control to you to tell me how it's unstable or temporary. Okay. Uh, 
Okie dokie. So we, I was doing that wrong the first couple of times. Yeah. All right, so up to you. Do you want I... to temporarily encalcite this bear or mark the condition? I don't think there's a condition that is applicable right now. So yeah, tell me how it is either unstable or temporary. You can see the bear is stunned, and it's got you knock the wind out of it. It's probably going to get up in a couple of minutes. Okay. It's not unconscious like the other bears are. He just dumps it on the ground in front of him. <laughs> all right. So all the bears, but half a bear, have been dealt with. <laughs> half a bear. <laughs> Half There's just bear. one panting bear on the ground. But you do hear, off in the distance from the north, a deep thump noise. And you can feel vibrations in the ground. And you get the impression by the fact that a few more rhythmic thumps and vibrations come. Something big and menacing is approaching from the north. It's not here yet. It's not even visible yet. But you get the impression something's coming soon. Uh, Jack Jack needs to let out some steam, and he just stomps over in that direction. Okay. Uh, while Jack is stomping off, Jatat, seeing him take that blast, is a little concerned. So he just like runs over, like pats him on the shoulder, like, "Hey, man, are you okay? Are you sure you're up for this next bit?" Yeah, I'll I'll be fine. A am I? He doesn't shoot me again. So I've got influence on. Say, are you are you trying to become, are you trying to? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to comfort him a little bit. Trying like calm him back down. I can see he just got a little ticked off after all that. So I'm trying to trying to help him get his mind back in the right space. Um, am I able to uh, exert influence on him to maybe re remove a condition? Is that? Yeah, that's exactly what comfort support uh, does. So okay. go ahead yeah. and roll to do that. Okay. And because that's that's all you can also spend influence yeah. to do that. So it just. Like, do you want to roll for it, or do you want to give up that point of influence? Ooh, uh, I would rather save the point for something a little bit more crucial, so I'm just going to roll for it. Okay. So, uh, I'm definitely going to try to calm you down, but I'm not just going to, like, come over and force you to calm yeah. Uh, So that's a nine. Uh, wait, what am I adding to that? Monday. Add Monday? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, still a nine. Okay. All right, so that is still a hit, so they get to clear a condition. And, yeah, Comfort Support doesn't have anything for a... It has something if you roll a 10 or higher, but as long as you hit, you clear a condition. Okay. So you're good. He, Nine, that was what you needed. I think I think he... He stops for a second and just kind of... Takes a breath. Like, yeah. I, I got it. Let's... Let's take care of this, though. Uh, and good, I will, good. I will clear insecure. Good. We need you for this next part, man. All right. I'm going to go check on the, uh, the technicians and see if we can try and hurry up and get them out of here. Cause I don't know what that sound is, but it can't be good. And he heads off back towards the technicians to see if he can help try and continue speeding them up some. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Valerie, uh, your area is bare clear. What would you like to do? There's uh, the eminent sound of danger coming from the north, and then there are the engineers in the center working on stuff. Okay. Um, is there still bears over there with... There is one bear on the east side that is currently huffing like it has an asthma attack because it just got hit with a backbreaker. Oh, yeah. We won't worry about that one yet. <laughs> the bear is wheezing for air at the moment. 
Right. Nobody okay. So I. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna head out of my misery. <laughs> I will say this: if you want to go over and try and scare that bear because it's already wheezing for air, I'll give you plus one to your roll to scare the bear away because <laughs> it does not take much to scare this bear. I mean, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, well, we'll unleash your powers on this relatively helpless grizzly bear. I know, I feel bad. Oh my god! Sorry, okay. Ursa. So <laughs> two plus one, that's a three. So hopefully if you right. give me another one, that'll be four. <laughs> yep. So that that will just mark some potential. And <laughs> oh no. So that's just a miss. So nothing on uh, seven to nine, you would mark an addition or whatever. I think of this is just your power fails. The uh, bear seems unaffected. <laughs> but hey, you've gained some experience, so there's something. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Mal, you are helping the engineers. You know there is one bear over on the east side. You know there is some scary footstep-sounding things coming from the north side. Um, how how close are the engineers being done? Like, all right, they cause... are about halfway through the second truck loading up now. How you many get the impression trucks? that uh, there's three trucks. Uh, you get the impression based on the distance those footsteps come from. They'll probably finish the second truck before those things that are coming from the north are are here, so they'll probably finish the second before anything gets here from the north. But not the third. Not the third. If your goal is to leave all three trucks full, they need more time. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, but we could leave with just only two and just go? Yes, you could. <laughs> uh, if you could convince the engineers that they'd be better off going with just two stuff, you get the impression the base commander wouldn't be happy with that performance, that he wanted all three trucks, and that he spent the uh, fuel and resources on sending a third truck. But you could call it a day and go home with two trucks. Um, I think, yeah, I think Mal's going to be freaked out by that big sound like it can barely control you know it's make people sad and see things ability <laughs> uh so um yeah uh it's going to use uh it's um emotional control ability again to be like to kind of uh, give them like super anxiety, be like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm just like, hey, you hear that? That's not good. We gotta leave. That's not, that's gonna smash us to bits. Uh, Our, so I will roll. Yeah, roll to unleash your powers on them. Uh, and that is plus freak. So uh, six plus. Uh, one, seven. All right, so on seven, uh, you can either mark a condition or I can tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Um, I'm going to mark afraid. All right, sounds that fine. They, uh, yep, they have like, yeah, let's get out of here. And they load up the uh, last pieces of junk they have in the second truck and they hop in and they start honking the horde for everyone to get in the trucks. 
And matter of fact, they turn around and start driving towards the exit without you all, but at a leisurely speed, you can probably catch up with. Uh, Mal, do you want to hop on one of those trucks before they get too far away? Yeah, yeah. Mal hops on. It's like, hey, fuckers, let's go. <laughs> All right, that was Mal. Uh, Cal, you are you are still spacing off with the bears. There's one unconscious bear there. Val just showed up and tried scaring it. The bear is not scared. And you hear the honking of horns like we're getting out of here. Uh, I'm going to keep my distance from Jack and uh, Jatot, and I'm going to also kind of make my way over to the thing up north um i'm also gonna start charging a burn again since i ran out of burn this should be easier now because i have a plus four to this don't fail i don't i literally rolled a 16 i got two sixes okay cool <laughs> wow. all right what do you get on that ridiculously high score uh three burn <laughs> all right no negative side effects no negative side effects i'm gonna use one right now uh, with move, spend one burn to move to any place you choose within the scene, breaking through or slipping past any bar barriers or restraints in your way. Uh, it says spend a second burn to move to any place you've previously been, but I don't need to do that right now. Um, so I'm going to spend one and uh, get up to like a, a higher spot on the north side, maybe using like a like I like to I, I imagine instead of like flight um i can get like vertical superiority just by creating platforms out of like the hard light and just kind of step on those all right i understand i see what you're putting out there that works i want to get like a, like a high vantage point on the north wall so i can see maybe what's coming towards us all right you make yourself to the stairs and you pile yourself on top of a particularly tall pile of junk or if you want you just have a light platform you're standing I just, on. I was way. just planning to stand on a light platform. All right, awesome. All right, but you are aware that those trucks are driving away and leaving you here to die, right? Mouse scared them into leaving, and they are slowly driving away. How are, are, are we... Are we uh, uh, you're, a, you're about a... Uh, how far did I say? Uh, it was about an hour's drive. Okay. These trucks probably go about, like, they're big honking trucks, so they probably went, like, around 40 miles an hour. You're looking at a long walk if you don't get on these trucks. Oh, apparently you can teleport based on the way that second ability was worded. Yeah, so I guess I'm not too concerned about it. <laughs> uh, I think, okay, depending on what the, the, the next, if, like, no one else gets on the truck, Trucks, uh, Mal's gonna try to go take over the empty truck and drive back because it's wants to leave, but it's not gonna leave everyone else. All right, well, let's go through the rest of the turn order. Uh, should, let's see here. Who, uh, Jack is already marching towards the north, uh, but that was before the trucks. Uh, Jack, you're the bottom of the order. You see the trucks are leaving. What do you do? Uh, Oh. Oh, they're already they're already done. You actually I would say from this distance you can see one of the trucks is completely empty, so they're leaving prematurely. 
right, change of plans. And he's gonna head back to the trucks. He definitely wants to punch whatever this thing is. He definitely wants to get, like, some frustration out. But he realizes that apparently mission over. Alright, so you get back to the truck with no issue because you have enhanced strength and speed, so it's just a light jog for you to get on the back of one of these trucks because they're not up to full speed yet. Uh, Jatah, you see the trucks are turning tail and running, and you can see that the third truck is empty, so they are clearly leaving before the mission is over. Okay, um... Well, that's not gonna work. Um, Jatad is all about successfully completing this whole mission. We need to get all of the get all of the stuff we came out here for. We we can't just go and let General Mills down. I mean, he helped raise us to this healthy capacity that we're at today. Uh, we just can't give up on that. So, I'm going to uh, burn uh, one of my points from before we get started to cross the distance between me and the trucks, and I'm gonna try and run all the way out in front of the trucks and get them to stop. Like, we're just gonna like. If even if I've got to like plant hands on truck and stop truck physically, like if they don't stop from me getting in front of them, I'm going to stop the truck and be like, no, we've got a job to do here. We are capable of finishing this guys and, and talking to everybody, talking to Mal or, re, re, you know, trying to convince Mal and all of the technicians and everybody else that can hear my voice. Like, let's focus in, let's get this done and let's go home safe together and successful. So, that's the plan. Uh, right. I, don't, I, don't I think that would be com I think that would be comfort or support. Okay. Uh, unless are there any? Do you have any features related to your like soldier stat for like asserting your authority? Because you are the commanding officer here. Um, I was looking at my team move, but I'm also just considering trying to, uh, or considering uh, using my influence point on Mao. Because I can tell that there that it's afraid, um, and so to try and uh, burn that influence to uh, reassure it that we can do this and that you can trust in me and the rest of this team, and that we don't have to run away from this. All right, uh, what would you like to do? Roll the comfort or support the uh, the engineers trying to drive away, or do you want to use your influence on Mal to get Mal to release them from their thrall? Uh, I'm going to burn that influence point. All right, does that, I, I'm not 100% on how the influence works still. Does that just succeed? Does Mal get influenced? No, nah, um, I don't think so, because I, I have a move that right. says whenever I, uh, whenever I reject other things, I'd like to do it. Okay. That's what I'm going to use it, it is more mechanical. Right. So, uh, Jatot can spend their influence over Mal to take an additional plus one on a move that targets them, and you can decide whether to do this after you roll. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But if Mal wants to reject it, then um, they they bas they basically kind of fight like verbally and get angsty okay. because that's how this game works. <laughs> All, right, um, All right. We'll go ahead and roll comforter support, and we'll say that you you can still influence the engineers so they can hear you arguing with Mal. Okay. So it'll be Mal's in the splash zone or the engineers are or whatever. You're giving an inspiring speech. Yes. Alright, so 
That's not promising. Uh, the one that stayed on the table is a one. The one that fell off is a one. Uh, womp, 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 so mark womp, potential womp, and womp. the the uh, they're yelling at you. Get out of the way! We need to get out of here. We're in danger. All right. Oh, so they're just they're just honking at me to get out the way. All right. Cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like you get the impression they're not going to run you over, but they would like you to move out of the way. <laughs> they would like you to move, please. <laughs> Strongly suggesting. Well, I tried. All right. Uh, all right, Valerie. You see the trucks are trying to drive away. Uh, there's still the one half-conscious bear, and you hear the sounds of the thundering footsteps from the north. Okay. Um, so they're driving away in two trucks, but that still leaves us a third truck, or is the oh, third truck the, also the driving third truck away? is driving away? The driver is driving it away, even though it's empty. Like there are still three drivers, civilian drivers, operating these trucks. Okay. So all three Do trucks are leaving. Do I have enough time to get to the third truck with only a driver? Uh, absolutely. There's like it would be like a, a run. Like you're not. Super I'd, far I'd away. like to run and tag that truck and make that driver terrified of the truck. <laughs> All right, hold on, unleash your powers. All right, let's hope for something here. Come on. Oh. Oh. It just literally gave me a two again, so I can't tell if that's I just have bad luck or if it's not working. But I'm pretty sure it's bad luck. Why so don't you refresh the page and try again? again in case that in case just it just throws? I'm like it didn't change at all. Okay, we're gonna go eight, um, nine, I guess, because I get the one. All right, so you can mark a condition, or it will be temporary or unstable. Which do you prefer? I mean, I'll take a condition. Let's see what I got. Um reminding myself what those conditions are i'm gonna take i'm gonna take angry because i'm probably pretty pissed at uh mal uh jumping ship on us <laughs> but, so right, there we so, go all right so that engineer gets out of the uh, like they just open the truck get off of the accelerator jump out and like roll and they just run along behind the other trucks that they for some reason are not afraid of <laughs> They're only That's afraid fair. of truck. Fear doesn't have to be logical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there is now a third empty truck that is not rolling along with the convoy. All right, and that sounds like Valerie's turn. Uh, Cal, what are you doing? You're you have your hard light vantage point. You, the steps are getting closer. You see, I will say this: that you because you have a high vantage point, you can see the heads of what appear to be Triceratops headed. Tyrannosaurus freakish monster things coming at you. And based on the description you were given earlier, these are probably death claws, and there are three of them. Uh, didn't Mal get a turn, or? Oh, sorry. I I was going to do Mal after Cal, sorry. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, whichever. Yeah, no, I, I haven't a heart. I should have written down the turn order, that's all. But I'm just letting Cal, like, Cal can see these things. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh... All right, so I still have two burn to use. 
Um, so how far out are they? Uh, they look like they're about, uh, I don't know, 200 meters out. At the speed they're moving, they'll probably get here in a few minutes. Okay. But you get the impression if anything, they, they could run substantially faster than, like, they're marching right now. You get the impression they have a substantially higher long speed because of the size of their gait. Okay. Uh... I'm gonna. Hmm, what are the other moves I can do? I'm literally standing there going, huh? I don't know what I'm doing with this information. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hold your turn and let Mal go first? Yeah, I think I will do that. Okay. But you gain that information, but you're processing it while Mal takes their turn. Mm. Okay. Mal's like, what? What the fuck? We're gonna die for some scraps out here? Is that what's going on? And it jumps off uh, the truck it was on, and just kind of like grumpily, like heads heads back towards everyone else. Um. Uh, and it's like you're fucking suicidal. And I think uh, it's going to take the time walking back to just look around and see if there's anything uh, the group had missed when figuring out how to defend this area from something that is substantially larger than it predicted. Uh, sure. So. Roll to assess the situation. Okay. <laughs> That's a four. Well, go ahead and mark the potential. I actually had an answer if you got something higher than a four, but a four, nope. you get nothing. Zero things. Um, yeah, I think uh, it then just kind of like flops on the ground, just like lays down and it's like, cool, death time. Are you going to release the engineers in the two retreating trucks from your thrall or are they just leaving? Um, I mean, have the one truck. Yeah, but all the manpower is in the other two trucks. There's one guy, otherwise. Uh, well, I mean, couldn't, I mean, we have two super strong people. Couldn't we just fill up the last truck, or would that be too much? Uh, do, do any of you have, in the character backstory you came up with, anything relating to engineering knowledge about what is useful versus useless scrap? Nope. Nope. Dang. Maybe? No. I can definitely carry big piles of it at once, though, and toss it all in. You can just fill it up with random junk and hope you get something useful. Yep. I not think... Not random. He would find the biggest it... pile so as to maximize <laughs> efficiency. Yeah. That's up to Mal. Uh, I think it's gonna kind of, like, uh, look at Jatan, like, just kind of, like, gesture 
at the the trucks like civilians or what? Uh, wait, I'm not sure I'm following the question. Are we are we asking if we're if they are civilians or are we saving like, the civilians? Yeah, so because from because uh, Malaclips is basically like if I keep them scared, they'll go away. We have the last truck, we can do whatever. But like you obviously are intent on on getting them to stay, so it's like, what are we doing? Keeping them alive or letting them come back? We we can do both. We can do both. We can have them come back, complete the job, and keep them and everyone here alive. He he just kind of or it just kind of looks helplessly like, you know what? Fine, fine. Everyone here wants 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 death. That's fine, and uh, it uh, releases the it, it stops making the others super anxious. All right, and once their anxiety clears, they shift the trucks back. They, first of all, a couple of them flip you the bird because they realize they were thrilled, and <laughs> I, it flips the bird back <laughs> double. <laughs> like... And they resume their salvaging. And, I got a so, lot of middle uh, fingers this episode. <laughs> Did so not Cal, take long. <laughs> so Cal now can see that everyone is back on the same page. Uh, so how about you also roll to assess the situation? Cal I was actually going to suggest that, so that works out quite well. What is this plus superior? Yes. Oh, actually, I have plus one to that. Nice. Uh, that's a twelve. All right. Well, with a twelve, you get two things. Two things. This is assess the situation. Yes. Okay. Uh, how could we best end this quickly? Uh, so I'm going to give you the answer I was going to give Mal before Mal rolled that four. Uh, looking <laughs> around the junkyard, you see what appears to be an intact, relatively functional crane and wrecking ball. Oh, You get the impression okay. that thing could do some damage to a Tyrannosaurus thingy. Sweet. I, uh... Hmm. I get, I get another one, don't I? You do. Um... I'll go ahead and say the biggest threat and the great, and what here's the greatest danger are the death claws. Oh. Okay. Um... Hey, I'll give you those two for free because it's really obvious. Appreciate it. I... Yay, yay. What here... Okay, so this this top one is a bit open ended, and I'm not well, sure yeah, what to put. What here can I link. use too? If you have an idea of what you could do, what can I use to do X? So if you have like something you want to do, and you're like, I need a thing to do this. That's kind of what that question is for. Okay. Um. I don't think I need anything environmental at the moment, so we'll just do. Who here is most vulnerable to me? I don't know. You you can also if you want just like hold the question for a minute. Yeah. It, okay. You yeah. Because because you you <clears throat> when you gain hold you like hold on to those points and then you can spend them whenever you want as long as it is still applicable to the situation. Oh yeah. Okay. If you want to ask that question later in the fight, you can. I'll, I'll ask that a little later because right. <laughs> a, a lot of these are kind of either obvious or not applicable. <laughs> 
All right, and then uh, down to the bottom of the order, Jack, I'm going to go ahead and assume that uh, Cal communicated everyone, hey, we can use that grain. Uh, Jack is just yes. a little bit confused right now because, like, the trucks were leaving, and so he got on one, and now they've stopped again, and they're collecting more scrap. So, like, he, get, he just kind of gets back out and looks around, like... Are we... And he sees people getting back into, like, fighting positions. Like, alright, cool, I guess we're... Whatever. Um, Jack is going to... Go... Jack is gonna leap and he's gonna get himself up on the wrecking ball itself. Like, the, the, oh. the, the wrecking ball part of the... You know? Um... And he's gonna say to, like, this this thing is closer. It's in visual range right now, right? Right. Um, he's basically he's going to just yell down. It's like, somebody throw me at it. Okay. I think I can do that. <laughs> All right. Does anyone? Does anyone want to volunteer to be the one to go operate the crane? Out of turn order, just really quick. If anyone wants to do their turn, do that. All right, Did... Mal, Mal gets to the crane first. Uh, yeah, Mal, as as soon as it hears that there's a fucking crane to operate, just leaps off the ground and dashes towards it. Me, my turn. Um, uh -uh. And yeah, into the 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 crane controls. Um, I'm trying to think of what the best role for this is. Role plus mundane, I guess, because you're operating machinery. Yeah, would you? Uh, this you're not you're not certified for this, right? No, it's a teenager. Teenager wants to go operate uh, the crane. Yeah, so this is I totally. Mean, I'm good at destruction. Is that? I would say so. So you're you're helping a teammate through destructive, criminal, or rule-breaking actions, right? That's right. Um, so I can give you. If I spend from the team pool, I can give you a uh, plus two to whatever you're doing, Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, so I'll roll mundane to see if I can operate this shit. Uh, no. That's a, a five plus one. Six. Mm -hmm. All right, so go ahead and mark potential. The crane swings backwards, but you do not get the sufficient uh, momentum going for it to swing in the direction needed to launch Jack towards the death clause. It just kind of wobbles in a circle. Uh, I, you know what? We completely forgot to do something. What? We never entered battle against a dangerous foe. That's because the dangerous foe is the boss that hasn't shown up yet. I oh. think you have one team in the team pool. You guys are oh. fighting the mooks. Uh, but, is is it okay if I spin to that team right now, with sure. everybody? Sure. No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Jack is gonna be up like on on this wrecking ball, going like, no, no, this you've gotta pull the one on your left. No, your left. And he's gonna like <laughs> try. He's gonna add plus one to that roll to try and get um, to try and get Mal to like swing him in the right way. Our, oh, our, okay. I will allow that, and but because it's only a seven, I'm going to say this: that crane is going to take some time to reset and be useful again because that was not a smooth operation of the crane. 
it's does it throw me it does throw you the ball swings forward with great force and if you were to leap off of it at the height of the swing you can launch yourself to the middle depth block i am gonna launch myself at this thing's face and just like come straight down on the top of its head all right roll to unleash your powers on the death claw and because you were acting on the situation with the crane add plus one to it oh okay. we should have plus one because you're using the crane that should have been a plus seven anyway if you guys would like to retroactively take your team back because you got the plus one from using the crane, you can. Oh, okay. Nice. But I forgot you get plus one for acting on my answers. Yes. Uh, can I? What What would it take to make this directly engage a threat? Uh, directly engage a threat. Resistor. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. You, oh, yeah. You're just hitting it really hard. So yeah, that would work fine. Okay. All right. Your power is hitting stuff, so it's kind of a gray area. Yeah. Dude, um, to make dude. it to to make an analog unleash your powers is kind of like act under pressure in Monster of the Week, where it's just this kind okay. of doing things that don't really fall under one of the other ones. Okay. Yeah, you're engaging a threat then. Okay. Uh, eight, ten. All right. All right. At ten, you pick two. Resist or avoid blows. Take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I am going to resist or avoid blows. And I I want I want to take something from them, but I don't really know what the word is to use here. I want this to like Take their. I want to take this one out effectively. All right, yeah, take take away from their herd. I'll I'll deal with that. You okay. land on this thing's head with such force. You bring your fist down. You punch it square between the eyes. Its eyes spin around and go backwards, and it collapses unconscious. All right, cool. From having a human being with superhuman strength get hurled ninety miles an hour into its face. How <laughs> to do it? I'd say. And you feel the shockwave go up your entire arm as you collide with this thing's bone plate head. Craziness. And now the other two have their eyes on you. And they're that's, about 50 yards away from the compound. That's that's perfectly fine. Alright, uh, top of the Come order to top. Okay. Um, so... Jesus. So Jatat, although he failed to really do anything convincing to try and uh, uh, motivate Mao, um, it does seem to have worked out more or less in the direction he was trying to make things go. But so he sees Mao go running off, hop on the crane, and then launch Jack just into the stratosphere, and then he knocks out one of the dinosaurs, right? So <laughs> that was cool. a great moment. <laughs> he looks, um, he just one he looks, punch man to dinosaur, right? So, <laughs> um, at that point, he kind of looks back over his shoulder to make sure the technicians are getting back to work. Um, they're down one dinosaur, so um, he's gonna just follow Jack's lead and just charge off as best he can, um, to try and uh, directly engage the threat. But I know that they're really far away, so I'm going to then. 
Um, but since we're so far away and I don't really get to engage in this fight at this point, I'm going to try and use my, before we get started, to observe the opposition again um, and try to get some more points built up on that. Uh, sure. So rolling plus savior. That's four plus three is a seven. So yeah, seven and nine is whole two. All right. All right, and that I guess will be what I'm doing for now. I'm just charging off, trying to hurry up and get to Jack to provide some support. All right, uh, Valerie. All right, so I am also not very close, but um, I'm still going to start running towards Jack because, I mean, I'm not going to really do anything very helpful like back here with the uh, engineers. So I'm just going to start off that direction. So, I mean, at some point they'll either reach me or I'll reach them. So, um <laughs> All That's right. it. I'm just going to head that way. All right. So you and Jutak clear the distance. You're about, I'll say, 25 yards from the two death claws remaining. Uh, maybe Jutak's a little bit further ahead of you because he's naturally super athletic. But generally speaking, you guys have closed approximately the same distance. Uh, Cal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cry, probably. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to maintain some distance from Jack so I don't piss him off again. Um, and I'm going to go for one of the other death claws because there's three of them, right? Two now, yes. Two now, I guess. But One of them got one punch, man. True. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for... I'll go for one of them. And I'm going to... Does unleash my powers make sense or directly engage a threat? I do either. Yeah. Well, if you're directly engaging a threat, you're. What are you trying to do with your powers to the to the death claw? Uh, kill it. That sounds like directly <laughs> engaging a threat to me. <laughs> okay. So I, I will. Take something from it. Uh, it's life, please. Um, okay, so I'll do I'll do Reality Storm again, and this time I am going to spend the two burn to not do collateral damage. Um, so this is directly engage your threat, rolling plus freak instead of plus danger. Um, I do, I do want to let you know, Marty, you don't have to use Reality Storm every time you directly engage. Oh, I don't. Well, it no. it, uh, you can, it gives you can me just, like you can just like use your powers. Okay. Just straight up because you have the hard light stuff. Right. This reality, does give me the extra plus one because my yeah. freak is better than my danger. Reality storm is is like big shit. <laughs> big big shit. Okay. Then I'll just uh, I'll just directly engage. Um, okay. This gives me a nine. All right. So the nine, uh, you you have to choose one from the list. Uh, Resistor avoids blows, which you're fighting at range because you're. You have, like, closed the distance, you're on your floating platform, whatever, so I don't think it can hit you anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I like the take something from them, it's life. 
Um, <laughs> that was that was presented, and I, would... I think that's the best option. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna post something graphic here. You have like the Green Lantern hard light thing, right? So whatever you can visualize, you can create a construct of. I imagine you just create a giant sword and, and decapitate it. Sure, that sounds dope. I'll go with that. Sick. And I, I would say, um, on a like a power level, it's not as intricate as maybe like a Green Lantern thing. I can come up with like right. very basic shapes, like yeah, but like big sharp thing is not big like, sharp thing is not complex. complex so we'll, yeah. we'll roll with that. But like, like you didn't make a steamroller. Yeah. Oh, the or roll is it, roller. Or is it though? really basic? Or like you didn't make a sword; you made a rectangle. <laughs> yeah. You shot a triangle into its neck. <laughs> what is All a right. sword if not a rectangle with a big triangle at the end? <laughs> Alright, Mal, you were up. Um yeah, uh I guess Mal's gonna try to get the uh crane back into a good position uh in case the last one makes its way here. Alright, roll plus nineteen to control the crane and get it into a functional position again. And remember, you get plus one to the roll because you're controlling the crane I gave you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's a seven plus my mundane plus the plus one is a nine. All right. So on a nice. nine, we're going to go ahead and say uh, you get it into position fine. If anything gets within range of this crane, you will be able to use it to make an improvised attack. Cool. All right. Uh, bottom of the order, Jack, there's one death claw left. Uh, how, how big are these things again? Uh, remember that thing that was bigger than the Tyrannosaurus in Jurassic World? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, God. I do. All right, have you seen I've Jurassic seen Park? No. Do you have what? an idea how big a Tyrannosaurus Rex is? Uh, kinda, yeah. Double your mental image of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ooh. Okay. These things are big. Building these sized. Are, these are several ton... 30-foot-tall dinosaur monsters. Okay. And they are smaller than the thing that you've been warned about is coming next. I oh, yeah, there's still it. another thing coming on. Oh. Uh. I... This is not gonna fucking work. I think Jack is gonna try and get at the feet of, of one of these things and just, like... Upend it. Just grab the foot and lift and try and tip it over. Just stub its toe by punching it really hard. No, like, he's trying to, like, pick up the foot to unbalance it so the whole thing just falls backwards. Straight like, up that's his plan flip. here. Well, you get the impression things are very top-heavy, but this might be heavy even for you. Uh, this is, I'm gonna say this is a, using at least your powers because you're not so much hitting it as you are trying to, uh, Bench press it. <laughs> My man is about that's, to table flip a dinosaur. Let's that's, go. That's Let's fair. Go. Yeah, you're you're cow tipping a dinosaur. Yes. No, I, I, am. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forget. Is is Jatot within range? Like, is this an eye shot of him? Yes. <laughs> okay. I have a question. I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Jatot, is this frustrating to you? It is. It is not. Um, okay. At the moment, we're all good. Anything, okay. any, anything to further the mission 
is generally acceptable. Okay. <laughs> because since you are uh, the bull's rival, anytime I take a move, anytime I do a move that frustrates you, I get a plus oh. one to it. <laughs> I assume this wouldn't. <laughs> this this one will not. Yes, this one will not. Okay. Oh, I'm still rolling good though. Uh, that is a twelve. All right, so on a 12, yeah, you flip this dinosaur, it falls on the back of its head, and it gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bong. fucking all right. Yeah, you, just elk, you just suplex this dinosaur good. That's called dino-tipping. <laughs> I'll say this, when you all get back to the uh, main area, you can see they finished filling up the second truck. It was only half full when Mal scared them away. Okay. <sighs> Mal decided fifty oh, percent was a passing grade. <laughs> no, I said they were almost done filling it, <laughs> and now they've started the third truck. And then you hear a high pitched shriek in the area, uh, high pitched like you get the impression if you were closer, it was shattered glass, high pitched. And you hear a <laughs> with the sound of big flapping wings. Oh, and now you are facing a dangerous enemy. So I had two to your team pool. Okay. Uh, and in the distance, you can see the silhouette of what looks like a bat, except you get the impression that that's the silhouette that would be if it was up close. This thing looks enormous. Like, all right. you all have this vision in your head of what a fire-breathing dragon would have looked like in a feudal setting. This thing looks like it's probably the size of all three of those death claws combined, but a bat. Dear Lord. Mm -mm. That's so nuts. we're still still staying here, huh? We... We got we got to complete the mission. I say way too far away for you to hear me. <laughs> what? Yeah. By the way, Prometheus I is here watching you all. And like, <laughs> at this point, Prometheus pops in like visually. How are you guys doing? Oh my god, what are you doing way over here? <laughs> oh, uh, hey. Oh, is, I just, is that I a just scorch beast? Oh my god. Gesture to the ground of all three of these things. As if I took out all three of them. Good job. Um, at this point, um, we uh, I've analyzed the situation or I uh, tried to observe the situation. Uh, it looks like Jack didn't need my help. Um, I see this giant beacon of death in the sky coming towards us, and at this point, it's like okay, everybody. I'm, I'm just I'm just screaming as loud as I can. Everybody, just. Load up everything we can. Let's just let's not let, we've got a little bit of time before it gets here. Let's get what we can, get it in the trucks, and maybe, maybe we can get it all before it gets here. Go, just go. And I just turn turn back around and start trying to help all the techs load up. It's like, hurry up and tell me what the hell I need to pick up. If it's heavy, I got it. Move. Let's get the shit in the trucks so we can get the hell out of here. Tell you what, it's not a assessing situation, so uh Jitak, go ahead and roll me plus superior really quick. Ooh, okay. Because we're I'm gonna see whether or not you can clock this thing really quick. Alright. Uh plus superior, that is five. Five. Okay, so you cannot you not get the information. So go ahead and mark some potential. Uh, right. does anyone else want to look at this thing, try and size it up by rolling plus superior? Uh, oh yeah, Mal's going to definitely. Um Oh, thank goodness for my two superior, because that was a six plus two is an eight. All right, so with an eight, I'll give you this. You can tell by the speed that thing's moving, 
it's faster than the trucks. The trucks will not be able to outrun it. Mm. Even if they leave now. Fuck. Well. Good. This is good. I'm glad we followed this plan. Thanks. <laughs> this is very good for Mel's superiority complex. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have some time. It looks like it'll be here. You have about a minute before it gets here because this thing's moving fast. Before before we do anything else, should we finish off the entering battle against a dangerous foe? Uh, sure. Let me find where is that there... is in the rules here. Enter yeah, battle against a dangerous foe. It's. Um, it is actually on the uh, on the basic sheet. I just didn't see it because it's under team mechanics. Okay, team mechanics, that's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Performance team mechanics. Enter battle against dangerous foe, add two to the team pool. Uh, does the leader have influence over everyone else on the team? I don't believe so. Uh, who Who is the leader in this situation? Uh, we established Jata is, uh, in terms of rank, the team leader. Okay. Damn, I'm sorry if we did do that. So we've, um, added, we've added two yeah. just by entering battle. Does Jatot have influence over every team member? Uh, everybody yeah, except so. Mao. All right. Okay. Oh, you just spent? Did you just spend that? I thought you. I thought you ended up not spending it because it wouldn't have the plus one from doing it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. Okay. Then yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you need to uh, add another one to the team pool. Whew. So that's plus you did not. So right now we're four in the team pool. Does uh, everyone have the same purpose in the fight? I believe you do. Your purpose is survive and keep those engineers alive. Okay. So that's five to the team pool. Okay. Remind me real uh, quick, what does the team pool do again? Uh, uh, it's You can spend a team to give yourself plus one on a roll. Right? Yeah, you can spend a team to um, not to give yourself. Well, you, you can. Primarily, you spend a team to help out somebody doing a move. So, like, if somebody, you know, is trying to directly engage a threat and they roll a nine, somebody can say, oh, I help out by blah, 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 and push it up to a 10. Okay. Uh, you can also spend a team selfishly to add plus one to yourself. Um, but you, by doing that, you frustrate your teammates. Um, and you, let's see. Uh, your actions ignore or insult your teammates. Shift one label up and one down, your choice. Uh, and you can use this option after, yeah. So it's basically, it's it's being selfish about it. Uh, but yeah, we're at four right now. Uh, does any team member mistrust the leader or the team as a whole? I have an opinion about that, but I'm going to see what you all have to say first. I trust Jatot. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mal so... trusts the, the leader. Okay. Yeah, I I trust the leader. I'm just uh, I'm probably like watching Mal just to make sure that <laughs> I don't have to like. Yeah, no one trusts Mal. Use but my powers for weird is, reasons. Again. That is that is definitely surprising. I thought Mal would have not trusted Jatot right now. I, I also thought that. Nah, um, nah, Mal. I'll trust Jatot. And Paul, do you consider our team ill prepared or off balance right now? I would say definitely off balance. You guys keep pissing each other off, keep arguing amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. so, we'll, so we'll call it five even is the team pool you have. What? 
three. Uh, no, I, you start with one because you didn't have. You start with one because you were in the encounter. You didn't end up spending that one. You got oh, two right, going in. That's three. And then you got one for uh, leader having influence. That's four. Everyone had the same purpose. That's five. And then if we're ill prepared or off balance, remove one. But the oh. uh, you didn't have a team member distrust. So you, oh, okay. So uh, there we go. Four. I, yeah. I thought that added, not just removed. Unless Jatot wants to mark a condition to not remove the one. Wait, wait. Four, yeah, is, the, four, yeah. four is still a lot. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm cool with four. Let's just roll with four. Yeah, I was going to say, because we don't, we don't really have a plan for like a certain number of those anyway. So, Right. I, in my experience playing Power by the Apocalypse games, I don't think people usually take more than three help actions in a session anyway. So having four is plenty. Yeah. Oh. Alrighty. Alright, so this thing's swooping in. You do have uh, some time. What do you want to do to prepare for it landing? It looks like it's going to come land. Like, it's good, probably going to swoop in, in the exact center where the engineers are. But it will be in range of the crane, I will say that. Um, I have a question for you. Does this thing look, like, <clears throat> sapient? Like, all, all this stuff is coming here. Is like it... They're detecting fresh meat. They're predators. Mm. Okay. Mm. Things of this size don't have a lot of things to prey on that aren't each other in this wasteland. Okay. You are easy so... prey compared to what they usually hunt. Easy. <laughs> well, besides the fact they don't know you have superpowers. I don't suppose we could, like, put all the carcasses together... <laughs> I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that idea either. Who pile together now? the all the bears and death claws and try and lure the bat away? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we'll do it right in front of the crane, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you have Dang. someone who can summon like giant, like shovely things, and two strong people. I think you can do that with the minute you have. Okay. I'll just cool. raise a like a platform underneath a bunch of them and kind of have it float away. All right. All right. So you make this pyre just outside of the <laughs> compound, but within range of the crane. Yes. Uh, whoever has the whoever has the best provoke someone, so that is superior. Go ahead and roll because you're trying to provoke me. this thing. That would be Mal. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think I actually have minus to provoke. Um, no, I don't. Okay, sorry. I'm just double checking that I don't have uh, a thing because I think I had a provoke thing uh, as an option. But uh, okay, that is a nine uh, plus two, uh, eleven. Nice. All right, so that you uh, ride, they rise to the bait and do what you want. So this thing swoops down, lands, and starts eating the carcasses and meat. You get the impression you've at least distracted it for a couple of minutes while it eats. Okay. I mean, we can kill this thing, right? It's not going to be that hard. We can, we can absolutely kill this thing. Oh, if it's distracting, then that's actually my are you watching closely move. I mean, it's still plus superior, so. Um, yeah. Uh, on a 10 and plus, choose three. You get an opportunity. You expose a weakness or flaw. You confuse them for some time. You avoid further entanglement. Um, so I'm going to call the confuse them for some time, them going off and doing that. Um, 
I, it buys us I, extra I, time I, then, right? Exactly. The uh, thing, you get the impression it's going to take this thing probably a good five, six minutes to get through all the meat because of this year size of it. Still quick. Uh, I expose a weakness or flaw. All right. Uh, the giant. Flaw. Yeah, you can see this thing looks heavily armored along the back, but it has a soft underbelly. Um, and then for my third Another special guest, <laughs> I have a cat crying outside, wanting to be let in, but mm -hmm. they're little assholes. Um, then uh, I'm gonna say we uh, get an opportunity. I'm gonna say that opportunity is to pack shit and get out rather than like on the creature necessarily. If that makes All sense, right. that makes sense. So you bought this, you bought a substantial amount of time. That's what I'm gonna say. You did this thing. I estimated five, six minutes. You have a solid ten minutes for the engineers. So if everyone pack like just helps the engineers move stuff, you can probably get this thing rolling before the thing knows where you're gone. So why don't we do this? Everyone roll plus mundane to see how effectively, except for the people with super strength, if you want to roll to unleash your powers to help, that will work. But Valerie and Mal, roll plus mundane to help them. Oh, cool. Um, oh I got God. a nine. Nine. This is another no potential game. I got an 11. <laughs> Still a 2d6? Um, yep. 2d6 plus your mundane. This would be an unleashed powers from for yeah, it's, yeah for the three of you that have relevant powers to helping move heavy stuff, you can use your powers. Okay, plus freak. Uh, my freak and mundane are the exact same, so I don't think it really helps me either way. Come on, RNG. That's an eight. All right. Well, nobody got a miss on those rolls. That's the most important thing. So you get this Ooh. stuff loaded up. You start rolling out. You get the impression this thing's still got a good two minutes before it finishes its meal as you roll out. So does anyone want to do anything else to make sure it doesn't follow you? Or are you confident it's just not going to follow? Do we? I'm probably uh, going to sit on the last truck and I'll just like hold that action, you know, to try to fear it if it comes to that. But um, that's the best I can do. Yeah, I think uh, Mal is going to stay with Val and, like, since it also, like, has emotion control, we'll just be ready to help out if necessary. Uh, right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to decide whether or not the uh, monster chases you all because it's food coma. I'm flipping a coin on Google. Someone call heads or tails. Heads. I also want to help out in a way. Okay. I want to just, like... In, in the back of one of these trucks next to Val and Mal, I want to just stand very menacingly. And <laughs> He's just standing there. If, uh, if this thing tries to come after us, I want to lock eyes with it and uh, tell, tell Val to make me the object of its fear. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. All right, so here's what happens. It was a head, which means this thing is going to pursue you. Uh, so it finishes eating. You hear a shriek and a roar, and it start, you can see it flying behind you. After about 45 seconds, it clears the distance. It gets within what you guys know to be the range of both Mal and Val's powers. So okay. if you guys want to manipulate its emotions or cause it to be afraid, go ahead and do so. Um, cool. Can we... We've got we've got four team in this pool still. Can we call this me provoking and both of them helping? Sure. 
Okay. That's They're trying to emotionally manipulate it with their powers to make it super duper afraid of you. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh no, my first I low rolled. roll. I know, I was going to say, I rolled, I rolled a three, so I don't have... <laughs> well, you, yeah, you guys help. No, the way, yeah, the way helping works in this game is you spend from the team pool, so he, yeah, you're okay, giving Justin plus two. Both, both of you basically give me an extra plus one uh, for okay. helping out with this. So, okay, let's see. It is uh, plus superior. My superior is one, so that is four, that's six. Oh, no. Oh! I'm uh, trying to think of how I still, can help out here. I was going to say... Can either of you guys help? Um, can I also be scary? So what is the what what? <laughs> right. is, so I'm trying to figure out what is the combined effort that is happening back there. Like, it, are are the, are are they making an illusion of you that's bigger? Or like, what what's the what's happening? So both Val and Mal have the ability to manipulate the emotions of a target. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're both collectively trying to make it feel afraid of Justin. So they're like that was kind of what they're doing. So that's their plus one. If there's anything you guys can do to try and make this thing afraid through use of your powers or other that we could try and throw another plus one for Justin to scare it. Um sure. So I would have also been in the back of the truck. I will fire an energy blast. Um, but I'm gonna put my hands like kind of like from where uh uh where Jack's fist would have been to try and make it look like it's coming from him instead of me. All right. To try like and it. add into extra intimidation. I like it. That's a plus one. That gets us to seven. Okay. On a hit, they take the bait and do what I want, but they, you, Paul, get to choose one of these. They stumble and I gain plus one forward against them. They, oh no. They don't take the bait. They get one of these instead. Uh, I take plus one against them. They gain, uh, we gain a critical opportunity or we gain influence over them. All right. Uh, well, can you go over the first two again? So they'll, they'll either stumble, meaning that the next action one of us takes against it is plus one. Okay. Uh, they err, which means that we gain some sort of critical opportunity to, to take an action or they overreact and we gain influence. Yeah, let's give you guys influence over the giant space pterodactyl. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cool. Seems fine to me. I think I think it means I gain influence, but I'm cool with that being any of us that helped. As a team, you guys did a team attack. Everyone helped. Okay. We get we get a team influence. All right, so this thing looks scared. It wavers. Uh, you have influence over it. What are you going to do to capitalize on this influence? I don't know. Roll animal handling to tame the scorch piss. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have I, don't I don't have the right dice for that. <laughs> what? You guys don't just keep a set of a full set of oh. uh 20s right here at the yes I, I did in a wonderful coaster uh-huh no uh-huh. yeah i, I keep mine in an east way right. that's okay. a d8 and i've also anyway. got this like kind of um middling quality <laughs> dice bag <laughs> that's dope but um so to deal with him we can so we can surrender this influence to give them minus two on a move they make after the roll inflict a condition on them or take an additional plus one on a move targeting them 
Yeah, and NPCs don't really have conditions, so that one's not really... Well, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Like, what are the conditions? Afraid, like, angry, guilty, insecure, and oh, another one I didn't read. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say, like, if you take those at face value for what they traditionally mean, like, Valve has the ability to scare things, making it afraid, make, make it fly away. Like, I'm not against that idea. If you want to use your influence to say, okay, this thing turns tail and runs, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that, like, that works. That... I would say that's more Val's call than mine. <laughs> but, yeah. That's what I do, so that's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other expectations. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm trying to make sure I remember the rule proper for moment of truth. I don't think I actually get to use it at this yeah, point. Yeah, you have to take moment of truth as your first. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, no. okay. No. Wait, okay. Did we get that's, that's what I was, no, that's what I was <laughs> like, I think I only get to use it on my advancement. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm using my moment of truth to tame the bat dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, don't worry. I'll just catch it. <laughs> or just nice. a giant butterfly net and catches it. <laughs> break my webcam um, <laughs> no okay um so at this point all i can try to do is um from the before we get started i'm going to now try and unleash my power into its soft underbelly to try and stun it to maybe get us some more distance in time to run away all right i like it roll to unleash your power i think you get like a plus for using the you get a plus because i gave you the information about the small underbelly from correct that one thing nice and oh <laughs> that one went party way. foul i heard glass it, it was metal it was metal <laughs> okay uh, i wish that one had landed that way on the table that was a good roll Oh, now I really wish it. Okay, uh, so that's a uh, six total. Wait, hold on. I still get to add my. Uh, do I add soldier or freak to this? So I use my power. It's gonna be freak, so it's a zero. So yeah, total is still six. Uh, is, that including, is that including the plus one for you acting on the underbelly information? I am. Okay. Can I help out? Do we still have one more team? Yeah, you do have one more team. You want to contribute to the blast by using your blast power? For sure. All right, that makes it a seven. All right, so you blast this thing, you stun it, it crashes under the ground because it was already startled. And you get the impression that by the time it's able to get back in the air, you'll be a safe distance away. Oh, cool. Cow. I give you a fist bump. <laughs> oh. I dropped my phone. <laughs> you all make it safely back to the base, and you return your salvage. General Mills is... On the one hand, he's initially impressed, but then he hears the field report about everything that went wrong, and he looks very disappointed in you all. Hey. Uh, showbiz, baby. I, <laughs> I, I assume Jatad is very thorough and detailed in his reports. Um, I, I am. I give him all the information, but also I'm a little offended at the fact that he is disappointed in our results. Sir, this is a very brand new team. We are fresh, just come together. With minimal training, we successfully brought in a vast amount of resources for this for this bunker. Any disappointment is really unnecessary. This is nothing but a resounding success, and I won't have I I, I can't stand by you reprimanding my team for it. I understand where you're coming from, Jatat. However, one of your team members caused the, all the engineers to almost flee because they had a moment of cowardice. 
and another one almost vaporized one of their teammates. Those are two almost lethal mistakes. Who did that? Not me. Mine lethal. <laughs> Mine Fair not enough, sir. Lethal. But I think I, I, I think given that these were just civilians who were woken from sleep, a, a little bit of leniency should be held. And I will take it upon myself to make sure that nothing like that happens in the future. Understood, soldier. And with that, you're all dismissed with a relatively successful first mission. Yeah. Do you know how hard it was for me not to like do something petty, like make him afraid of his shoelaces as he left or yeah. something? Like, <laughs> like, I have so much respect for just to right now because he just stood up for all of us. So, oh yeah, you know, that's our leader, I, baby. Be, yeah, I'm gonna be talking already. Anybody that stands up to authority, so yeah, he's he's my new buddy until he makes me mad. Until I make another questionable call in the field, because I was totally going to mark uh, insecure as my condition, because I was like, eh, I might get everybody killed here. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. um, oh, also, I forgot to I forgot to do this earlier. Uh, because Mal was very cool with the uh, crane. I was gonna call it a steamroller for some reason. That's not correct. Uh, since Mal was very cool with the with the crane, she gains influence over me, or it gains influence over me. Nice. Aww. All right, there's probably end of session stuff we need to do, but I cannot find it. Yes. Uh, all these games usually have end of session stuff. First off, end of... and first off, between scenes, you can clear conditions if you did like the appropriate things. Oh, I'd, I'd, go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll find what thing I'm supposed to do. Yeah, um, per particularly, particularly for Cal. Cal. Uh, uh, no, everything's fine. On the second page of the basic moves, there's a clearing conditions section. So if you did any of those things, uh, you mm. clear the appropriate conditions. Uh, I don't think I did any of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you became angry after you hurt your teammate. Yeah. Yeah, like I became afraid oh. after I tried to run over you from something. Well, to be fair, any of you that were afraid, you didn't run away from something difficult. Oh, you at the end, that, that counts? Monster. I'm going to count nice. that. You Three. didn't fight it to the death, you didn't bludgeon it unconscious, you just kind of stunned it and ran away. Uh, I think I think everybody gets to clear afraid. We definitely just ran from something difficult. Yeah, yeah. Like as a yeah, that's what, that's what he just said. Oh, I, my phone, I, I cleared angry because I did punch the shit out of a lot of things. You did. You one punched a dinosaur to death. I didn't. So I'm still. I guess I'm still angry at Mal. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's okay. not really who I am as a person. But I haven't hurt anybody or broken anything important. Although I was tempted to. Be a you know, yeah. an asshole to our commander, but no, no. How much restraint it takes for me to not meow back at your cat? I, 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 I know. Boy, I'm boy. sorry. Like, <laughs> all right. So end of session stuff then. Now the conditions have been cleared. Uh, all right. So choose one of these three things grow closer as a team you explain what who made you feel welcome give influence to the character and clear condition or mark potential 
Uh, grow into your own image of yourself, in which case you will uh, be able to shift the label up or down. Or grow away from the team, explain why you feel attached, and take influence from uh, over you away from another character. So each of you gets to choose one of those things. Um, uh, let's go with uh, go from left to right. Uh, Justin, do you want which of those three things do you want to do? Uh, let's see. I think I am growing more in my position as as a soldier. I like, you know, I followed orders either explicit or implied when like the trucks were leaving and whatnot. So I am going to shift my superior down and I guess danger up. All right. And then Val, uh, which of those three choices do you want? Grow closer to the team, grow into your own image of yourself or grow away from the team? I think I grew closer to the team because we, we did pretty well together. Um, All right, so you can either give influence to an, another character or clear condition or mark potential. Yeah, I'm gonna clear angry. It's it's both give influence to a character and either clear a condition or mark potential. Oh, oh okay. I thought it was or 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 my bad. So yeah. if there's someone who doesn't currently have influence, you can give it to them. I think everyone has influence, right? I know, I feel like everybody does. Uh, um, I don't think so. everyone in a secret. <laughs> on my sheet I've got everybody. <laughs> Because yeah, I think I think when we did character creation, I had to choose Valerie. one or everyone, and oh, it was right. everyone. Um, is it give influence? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, so no influence for you, I guess. A thing. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you want two influence? <laughs> um. If you if you have influence over a teammate and you would give and you would gain influence over them again immediately shift one of their labels up and one of their labels down your choice oh so i get to choose one of yours to shift shift you, up and down whatever whichever teammate you feel made you feel welcome you get to shift their labels all right i'm just gonna have to be to talk because he was nice he was nice to me even if i didn't like it and then he stood up for authority at the end, so that, like, trumps all the heroic deeds that happened tonight, apparently. <laughs> I, I thought it was that person will shift your labels if they have influence over you. Uh, if you have influence over a teammate, and you would gain influence over them again, so in this case... Uh, so Jatot would be... Doing, so I'm you know, yes, yeah, so I would be gaining influence. Oh over... yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So just yeah. shifts now. Valerie's labels. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I would say if I'm gonna shift anything, we're gonna go uh, up one savior. Cool. And yeah. down one mundane. Sure. That puts me at zero savior and negative one Monday. All right. Cal, did you grow closer to the team, uh, grow into your own image of yourself, or grow away from the team? 
Um, I think I grow away from the team a little bit um, because I feel like the the interaction with Jack did not go well at all, <laughs> and I'm still nervous that uh, my powers are gonna get me or all of these people killed so i think that one and i'm gonna take um I, i'm gonna take jack's influence on me away i think mm. i don't i don't have influence over you oh you spent that that's right i spent it yeah okay um then i guess the only other relevant person would be jatat Yeah, I think I'm. I think Cal's like withdrawing a little bit because he's like, "Oh shit, I'm not prepared at all." So I'm gonna do that. Okay, so I gotta take away the influence I have on hard light. Chill. All right, uh, Jata, uh, did you grow closer to the team, grow into your image of yourself, or grow away from the team? Man, I have been going back and forth between whether or not he uh, Jatat grew closer to the team or grew into himself. Um, I think I think Jatat grew into the image of himself, especially with um, him being so devoted to the organization of Ages, and he he wants to see himself turn into a good commander. And, you know, he's he noticed you know that same kind of monarchical status that was happening with the command structure, and he wants to kind of change that up a little bit and so i think um him being able to stand up to general mills um uh, i think that that was the moment where he felt himself kind of coming into his own as a possible leader all right uh, so with that um i'm going to actually move up one uh soldier no not soldier superior i'm gonna move up one superior and down one soldier all right. Actually, I'll flavorfully why you did that. All right, and that just leaves Mal. Uh, Mal, would you say you were close to the team, grew into your image of yourself, or grew away from the team? Uh, grew away from the team. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, Mal said, hey, let's run away, and everyone was like, no, and then we <laughs> run away. <laughs> um, you ran away before stuff, to be fair. <laughs> you ran away at the opportune moment. We said yeah. not yet. We didn't say no. We just said hold up. <laughs> hold up. Wait. Um, so, so yeah, I've, I've been debating because, like, because part of it is I do think Mal just kind of, like, imprinted on Jatot. Um, and it was uh, Cal who, like, had the turn immediately after Mal and was like, um, I'm not leaving. I'm actually staying here. Um, I just don't know if it narratively makes more sense for Jatot or or Cal, uh, to lose influence over me. Um, I think Cal also because he messed up during the fight, and um, yeah, I think just um, I think uh, Malaclip still uh, looks up to Jatat too much. Influence um, removed. So, yeah, Mal's just kind of, like, blaming someone else now. All right. 
I believe that is it for the end of the session. So I hope everyone watching had a good time. I hope the players had a good time. I had a good time. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And we will see everybody in two weeks. Uh, right, if everyone wants to go around and plug their stuff, Justin and I are from Bard Rock Cafe, the host of this channel. We are a bi-weekly D&D podcast where all the players have wild magic and anything can happen. We hope you give us a listen. Uh, Susie, you want to plug anything? Let's go left to right on the screen again. Okay, sure. So um, clearly, sassygamers.com is still a thing. Um, you can find me on Twitter, um, either Gamers Got Sass or um, SusieQ918. Um, this is Lila. She's apparently <laughs> likes to play with me, and that's it. All right, Marty. Uh, so you can find me on Twitch and other social medias at Ball Martian. You can find my D&D podcast, Wayfaring Strangers, on pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have a new season coming out this fall with some supplementary one-shots coming out before then. Um, also, my band, Winter Wayfarer, just released a new single, Give and Take. So go check that out wherever you, wherever you listen to music. Uh, yeah. All right, Jazz. All right. Uh, one more time, I'm from the Gimme the Loop podcast. Our podcast can be found wherever you find your podcast. Um, and uh, a couple of the guys, myself, um, Anthony, and uh, one of our bigger influences, uh, Anthony's older brother, will be hosting a panel at DreamCon in a couple of weeks. Um, so uh, just talking over how to... Um, how to uh, find more people of color in the TTRPG space. So if that's anything you're interested in, if you happen to be coming to DreamCon, come check us out, 10 o'clock Saturday. Sounds nice. Dope. And uh, Jackie. Uh, yeah, so you can find me uh, on Twitter at Jax underscore Yaks and at uh, Fake Gamer Bro. <coughs> Fake Gamer Bro is my uh podcast where I talk about mobile games and just general topics that stem off of mobile games, you know. Um, and then I have a Patreon where you can get early access to that and get sneak peeks to uh, upcoming projects, maybe. Uh, that is patreon.com slash jacksyaks. Right. My Rock Cafe also has a Patreon and a Ko-Fi. I'm going to go ahead and drop both the commands for those in the chat. If they work, I mean, I said the bottom correctly. Kofi didn't work. The Patreon bot works. Apparently, I didn't program those commands correctly. Uh, Patreon.com slash Cafe, and I believe it's Kofi.com slash Cafe as well. Oh, oh, wait, that was you. I was like, oh, Actually, it works, yeah. but no. I'll be your, I'll be your bot. <laughs> I, I thought I programmed my bot correctly, but unless I made that a mod-only command, I didn't try it under the bar. I hope those links are right. I don't know. I just guessed. Patreon.com slash barbarcafe is definitely right. I do not know. The Ko-Fi is not at all. Uh, yeah, the Ko-Fi doesn't go anywhere. Me. Probably additional stuff in there somewhere. I don't know. Either way. That's because Ko.Fi is not... 100% not that that site. Um, that, that's actually what it's supposed to be. Oh, it's code-fi, that's why. Yeah, it's code-fi.com. <laughs> code.fi is not a thing. Maybe it should be. <laughs> I think my, be. my URL is better, so... Code-fi. 
go somebody <laughs> find out how expensive is code.fi. Yeah, let's buy that and then sell it to code-fi. Anyway. Stop it. All right, anyway, that is the show for the night. We'll see everybody in two weeks. Two weeks. July 23rd. Later.